This is Back to Life, Ohio Rights Life's podcast. My name is Jameson Weaver, and I'm the Director of Communications and Marketing. And I'm Jessica Warner, the Director of Legislative Affairs. Today, we have a new voice with us who is our summer intern. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hello, my name is Stephen Richman. Uh, like Jessica said, I'm the summer intern. I'm currently a rising junior at Hillsdale College, and I'm really excited to be part of the team for the summer. We're excited to have Stephen, and um, we are excited to bring what we're going to bring to you today via the podcast, what we like to call 10 Things to Know About Title 10. So if you guys were following the pro-life news in the last couple weeks, um, you might have seen that there was a lot of news about Donald Trump's administration and how they um, implemented this protect life rule um, that will change all sorts of things. So we're going to tell you guys a little bit about that. So Title 10, um, the first thing we want you to, to know is what is Title 10? Title 10 is um, the name for um, a segment of an act that was enacted in the 1970s. It is a federal grant program um, that's run by the Health and Human Services Department, um, and it essentially gives tax money for family planning programs and preventative care for specifically low-income families. The Title X program uh, has been around for almost 50 years now. It was put into law. It was codified in 1970 by the Nixon administration. And I think a good thing to point out as our third point is what is family planning? Because I think there's a lot of misconception when it comes to that term as to what that means. One specific thing we really want to point out is the fact that it is not abortion. Abortion is not family planning. Um, what is family planning, however, is um, having to do with a lot of different this funds a lot of different programs, such as education, testing when it comes to pregnancy tests, SED tests, um, or cancer testing, as well as contraceptives and counseling. So family planning specifically is helping women and families um, plan for their future, um, plan for their future pregnancies, um, but that does not include ending pregnancy, which is abortion. Uh, so I think this, this um, act really puts into understanding that abortion is not family planning. Yeah, it's worth pointing out that ever since the bill uh, was first put into law in 1970, there was a stipulation uh, stating that any entity that provides abortion services cannot receive the Title X funding. Uh, in 1988, the Secretary of the Department for Health and Human Services added an additional stipulation to the, the code for that bill stating that not only could uh, abortion clinics not receive that Title X funding, but uh, entities that referred people to abortion clinics were not allowed to receive it at that point. And that was, um, that was a little dicey. There was some concern that uh, that additional stipulation violated First Amendment rights. And so there was a three-year-long court battle. Um, it was ultimately upheld by the Supreme Court in 1991 uh, that any, any place that refers women to abortion clinics cannot receive that Title X funding. And so that, and so that leads us uh, nicely into our fifth point, which is that uh, the Protect Life uh, rule that Trump, the Trump administration has introduced recently um, does not really add anything that's not already in the law. It essentially just says that they're going to enforce what's already there. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what has been missing over the past decades is the fact that that simply has not been enforced and it was under the understanding that they would not um, enforce the fact yeah. that they can't anybody who provides abortions or refers for abortions can't get this funding mm -hmm. yeah and some of that lack of enforcement comes from the Clinton era mm -hmm. when Bill Clinton was obviously not supremely pleased with the policy um, so but moving into a common um, 
a common point that you'll hear from Planned Parenthood and NARAL is that they've been calling this a gag rule. And you'll notice that we, we've been referring to it as the protect life rule. That is what the Trump administration has rolled out as the protect life rule. Um, but you might have heard the term gag rule. So we just want to address that because um, a gag rule in their definition would be um, it preventing a woman from um, receiving even counseling about abortion. Like if some if a woman were to bring up abortion, the person who's getting the person who's working for a Title X funded organization wouldn't be able to say anything. And so I'm going to read you directly what it says. It says, quote, if asked, a medical doctor may provide a list of licensed, qualified, comprehensive health service providers, some, but not all of which also provide abortion in addition to comprehensive prenatal care, but only if a woman who is currently pregnant clearly states that she has already decided to have an abortion. So this is by no means a gag rule. Um, it's not preventing the speech between doctors and patients. Um, it's just it's changing the rules of eligibility for organizations that want Title X funds that says you cannot promote, as in refer, or provide abortions um, and still get this money. It's not saying that you can't provide, it's not saying that you can't do abortions at all. It's just saying you cannot receive Title X funding and be providing or referring for abortions. Yeah. So essentially, if you want this money, you meet these rules. You, you have to meet these rules, and and that's not stopping any organization from existing or functioning. Right. It does. It just can't get this grant funding. You keep funds. and you'll keep. You'll hear people. They're taking away our basic health care, and mm-hmm. so now you can just tell them. Well, that's not true. They're just They're this specific amount yeah. of money, which is sixty. I don't know, sixty million dollars for Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I think it's between fifty and sixty million dollars. Planned Parenthood usually receives. From Title X funds, it's different, obviously, in each state. I think in Ohio, they receive about a third of the Title X funds that come to Ohio. Um, I don't have the specific numbers in front of me, mm-hmm. but it is in the millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that is just this is not money that's going towards family planning or kind of any kind of care for those lower income families. Yeah, and if I could jump in on that, it's it's extremely important to point out that the new rule that the Trump administration has rolled out uh, does not change the amount of money going into the Title X uh, grant program, or it, and it doesn't even change the, you know, the current rules uh, surrounding eligibility for those funds. It essentially just says we're actually going to enforce what's already in law. Specifically, organizations that provide abortions or refer people to abortions cannot get these funds anymore. So essentially what this does is it frees up money for actual family planning programs. Um, Jessica talked about the fact that abortion is not family planning programs. And so essentially this just reallocates money to organizations that are going to meet the needs of the general public in the way that the law was originally intended to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to also talk about, like, so you might have heard the, the phrase money is fungible. And so um, I always love to talk about this because um, this is also a conversation we have when we talk about the Hyde Amendment, which basically says that no tax dollars can go to abortions. And so um, what, like Stephen said, this has been a law um, that, on the books since the 70s, that um, organizations who receive family planning funding cannot, um, it cannot go to promoting uh, excuse me, it cannot go into providing or referring for abortions. Um, but what Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers have been doing is they've been essentially using it as a slush fund. They've been using Title X money that they get to pay their staff salaries, their rent, the utility of abortion facilities. So they're not paying for abortions, but they're paying the salaries and the rent of, and all of that for the locations and the people who are providing for abortions. Um, and so when we say money is fungible, we mean that 
all the, the money that they've been getting in the past from Title X is going to pay the staff salaries and the rent, which means all the money that they would normally use to pay for the staff salaries and the rent is going towards providing for abortions. If you actually want to see a great uh, little bit of a breakdown on fungibility, we'll put a link in the show notes to a video from Students for Life of America where they talk about fungibility, and um, they do a good visual representa representation of what that um, that changing of hands of the money looks like. Um, so I would highly suggest checking that out. That'll be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Well, just wanted to point out two last things. First of all, Planned Parenthood, um, as we've kind of clearly laid out, is currently violating the law. Um, just up until this point, the law has not been enforced, and Trump uh, and his administration are finally saying, we're going to enforce this law. Um, and finally, uh, just kind of something we want to talk about is something that you as a listener can do and we can all do to um, make sure this new rule goes into effect because um, it currently isn't in effect. Currently, right now, what's happening, the Health and Human Services Department has put out this rule for its comment period, which allows the general public to write in their comments in support or in opposition to this rule. So we will provide in the show notes a link if you would like to go and basically write what you think of this rule, essentially that you support this rule and that it should indeed go into effect. Um, so that's something that we can all do to kind of show our support and show that this is something that the general public does want to happen. Yeah, so I hope that you guys got a good understanding of what Title X is about and all sorts of all the kind of details surrounding it. If you have any questions, feel free to give us a call or email us. Um, our emails will be in the show notes. Um, and please share this episode with a friend. I know Title X can be kind of confusing. Even just the name, people are, what's it like? It's title X of what? It's, yeah, it's not Title X. People think that. Um, so if there's a lot of people who probably don't know that much about it. So please share this with um, your friends and on your social networks. Um, and thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it.